welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Welcome back, everyone. This has been a, a bit of a weird, a weird time. I feel like the, the holidays have holidaysed themselves all over our release schedule. And so we're just gonna, we're gonna make the best of it and combine two episodes together. Sounds good. A two-for-one special, except it really isn't a two-for-one special because I'm really not planning to spend that much time on the initial episode. I'm just going to flit right over it on on my way to the current day, if that sounds good to you, Christy. Yes. Well, let's let's get into this then, because we are, of course, still in Cancun, the the beginning of the juicy part of the season. I I love it. The, all of the world building that happens while they're on their honeymoons, and then they adjust to the shock of the real world or not depending on how scandalous the honeymoon was (laughs) yeah it seems like um claire and cameron and lauren and orion are providing the majority of the drama for now yeah i i definitely think that (laughs) life just remains a struggle for Claire and Cameron. I mean, you you just look at their whole arc this season so far. I mean, just thinking back to the wedding and the exchange of gifts where Claire and her family did not appreciate the the gift, which he did not apparently explain well enough, but still. And it's, it's been rough, rough sailing for these two. And they, like, keep trying to, like, get back into it overcoming the the rudeness of of not carrying her bags and all of this and they try and they try and they try they're doing that thing where they talk about how much they want to try (laughs) (laughs) and i mean i i thought that they they had a decent they had a decent first part of that episode like it was awkward but they were kind of having some nice moments when they went to paddleboarding and and all of that. And then they just go right into their whole honeymoon dinner. And it seemed to me like he was maybe hoping for, like, dinner leading to some sort of touching, like, not necessarily full-blown married person sex. Oh, that was definitely what he wanted. (laughs) He talked about, like, having fun, like, with a knowing look and the way he said it. Right, and all about, oh, how, like, hopefully this dinner can, can be the, sort of the, the spark for a, for a fun night, Mm -hmm. um, which, as we know, he's, it's very important to him, but then just everything, of course, broke down with the whole conversation slash argument they had over i guess just the the differences in in how they view life and opportunity and working for opportunities versus taking advantage of opportunities and 
the whole therapy yeah. thing where she thinks he has to be in therapy uh, constantly. Well, she would think that as a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> and then you combine that with the, them both earlier, like taking little jabs at the other's like employment and uh, schooling. Yeah, it's just been it's just been a, a bit of a strange dynamic between these two because it's not it's not like they're at each other's throats, but there is definitely an undercurrent of awkwardness and and sometimes sort of passive aggressiveness from from both yeah, of, from both of them. We've <laughs> seen this before with like Jasmina and Michael and um I guess somewhat Clint and Gina before. It's like they're not screaming and yelling, but it's not going well. Yeah, so I guess time will tell <laughs> on on that front. Uh and then I guess the the other main thing for for episode 7 was just the whole episode 5. Uh, Five, yes. Time flies when you're having fun. Uh, is, yes, the Lauren and Orion situation. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, lo I love how we, we still, even after, after all of this time and after all of the discussion that we had about it, it's still just like, I don't really know what to say about this. <laughs> yeah, it was just so unfortunate. Just the way like it unfolded, like I I think I think what maybe feeds into it is that they're both very they're they're both very strong people when it comes to like the personal identities they have and the just the like how they live their lives there where they have come from like those are all very important to them and seem to be pretty pretty well defined for the most part and so because of that they like know what's important to themselves and so when you kind of bump up against somebody else in this sort of way i think it can cause sparks to fly because even though there aren't any poor intentions you still are dealing with sort of that that headspace of kind of lack of understanding or misspeaking or lack of empathy in a moment or whatever it is kind of pings off of all of that <laughs> yeah i also just think it was like day three of marriage is a really early day to be like have you ever said the n-word and well everything <sighs> that happened after that was just like man we have just started to get to know each other and that's like a really like high tension kind of thing everything that happened with that yeah, I, I I think you're you're right. Um, I also think that part just part of part of what went down, and I I think also part of 
what like the overall or overarching context maybe or issue perhaps is that I think for the most part people sort of take racism against black people more seriously like it's just it's this whole thing which kind of you know as it should be maybe we shouldn't be racist just a thought (laughs) but i think i think right we can sit here and be like oh yeah racism is bad but at the same time there are a lot of ways that manifests itself and just even talking about other people groups where it's maybe not as to the top of our consciousness so i say all of that to make the point that I don't think that Lauren had had any sort of thought that he would kind of direct that back towards her. Oh, I don't think so either. <laughs> just just because just because I like I think in in the US and probably worldwide, like those sorts of things, thinking about racism in the context of native peoples isn't as front of mind right we like we still have sports teams you know named chiefs braves i mean there's a lot of them (laughs) the the whole explosion this episode happened because of the term redskin which as of recently right redskins were a a major league you know football like professional sports right and so I don't think that that's something that most people think about as much. Um, and so, yeah, I don't think that she anticipated for that to ping back towards her because she's like, yeah, like I'm open-minded. And I'm, like I'm not a racist person. Um, and I think it really caught her off guard, which is why she like handled La- it. It laughed and <laughs> oh, <my word. laughs> made so, the comment about the face. Yes, yeah, and- so, so, so poorly. Um which yeah, I, she was flustered. Yeah, which I th- I think would have been a, I mean, maybe unrealistic unreal- expectation, but would have been a nice thing to, you know, just broach, you know, on after party versus just piling on him for being upset about this thing, right? Yeah, I really did not appreciate that. Like it, I feel like two things can be true. He was wrong for saying the N word, however long ago he said and he can also be hurt by the way Lauren responded to that they don't have to be exclusive things right exactly I mean it's uh, what a what a can of worms I know we went really deep for a silly reality <laughs> show there yes too too bad this isn't a deep social commentary and politics podcast otherwise we get deep i i mean i have so many articles for you that oh i I know you do (laughs) (laughs) no so yeah yeah i i basically all that to say i i think that again they they both have good intentions and so I, i think they also realize that it is kind of a bit of a fraught sort of thing to to navigate um and that things like this are going to probably come up and so 
they seem to be making a good effort to like return back to each other and and be civil and all that yeah which yeah. is just i it's it's kind of uh, no it's not not kind of it's very funny to me how we can have this all this stuff happen which is like this there's so much history and like cultural pain not even talking about you know you, their own experiences personally as they've lived their life you know in relation to uh racism they've experienced and, and whatnot and they're like okay let's keep having conversations let's keep coming back to each other and then like just thinking about the whole clinton gina situation how they had their scandal and it was just all over there's no hope <laughs> interesting yeah. stuff to think about but yeah unfortunately we don't have 72 hours to record here to go into all of that into the you know detail that we we would maybe like to uh but do you have do you have anything else you wanted to speak to uh, in that episode or should we move on to the current one you can move on to the current one excellent uh so yeah we we begin and they haven't quite worked their way back to each other yet <laughs> at the very beginning no we're you know still reeling from the events yeah, I mean, she she uh, spent the night sleeping sleeping away from him. Though I did note that she's she mentioned that like she went actually back to bed with him like at the end, so he wouldn't wake up without her. Yeah, which I thought 5 was nice. Yeah, yeah, I appreciated that. I love how when we were like showing the footage of them there was a song that was playing with the lyrics where do we go from here it's very <laughs> literal <laughs> well you know they like to they like to hammer home the points okay gotta understand how serious this is but i i do think that her like going back at the end just another thing of like you know it seems like yeah they are trying it's it's not it's not uh a bad faith attempt to do things like they're still they're taking space when, when stuff like this happens you know and they're trying to like maintain their personal boundaries and process and stuff but they're still trying to like be be a unit as well I, I, yeah. appreci I appreciate that. Uh, so they've yeah. both reflected, and he said he wouldn't have been able to form words where he would be respectful, so that's why he needed, you know, all of those hours. Yeah, well, you know, they they had a nice a nice hike to have some of those conversations. Yeah. Come back to equilibrium. Did you... Did you like the flyboarding that Emily and Brennan did? Oh, um, is that is that on your list for your next vacation? <laughs> I mean, 
I don't know. It was an interesting looking activity. I don't think I'd ever seen that before. It's very cool. I mean, I don't know how hard it is to keep your balance, but it looked it looked interesting. It's so cool. It's 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 like your Aquaman. You have like the board strapped to your feet and I guess it like jets water out of it so it raises you up mm-hmm. into the air. So cool. We should do it. It looked fun. <laughs> yeah, which uh, she was she was doing this despite the grievous injuries she <laughs> sustained in her shower accident. Yeah, and also I guess during this activity is where her hair got yeah. absolutely wrecked. Yes, this this was the start of a very difficult time for her hair. I mean, it was like really bad which we will return to later (laughs) (laughs) yeah that 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 did not not go well for her we also saw claire and cameron doing this like painting splashing each other activity did did you think this was a a good a good thing for their relationship yeah i mean it was like a light-hearted thing where they don't have to like be awkward or whatever so i mean they seemed... can still be awkward <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i things, guess things seemed okay at least during this activity yeah it was sort of like a paint paint under black lights sort of sort of deal and then they ended up throwing paint all over each other uh and I guess I guess it was it was what they needed because she had previously been feeling like her relationship with him is is very serious. <laughs> well, is, this this lightened it up, I guess. That's just that's really what you want to hear when a couple is on their honeymoon, <laughs> right? Like, like the honeymoon is just I don't know. It's it's that block of time, right? Where it's it's the between time you're just reveling in your relationship and in your marriage you're separated hopefully you know if you've gone somewhere especially you're separated from all the stresses and responsibilities of normal life like this is a time to really turn over this new leaf together and just have amazing time and then it's like yeah my relationship with Cameron has been very, very serious. <laughs> I don't think he smiled at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean they they took it they took it uh, to probably where the producers were wanting them to take it. Yeah, I would say so. I saw a little bit of a new a new side of Cameron. Which is always great. I, I mean, I still remain skeptical about, you know, them working out, but that's not that's not that's not my decision to make. Okay, that decision day is is far that's in the future. A very long time from now. At this point, yes, decision day is like in March. Yeah, it's like fifteen <laughs> episodes from now. <laughs> uh, I always I always forget how long these these seasons are they love to stretch it out um but in the meantime 
Let's split up the genders. They love doing this. Yeah, everyone has to like download each other on this current status. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always so exciting. Anything you wanted to mention? Um, I mean, things are... I don't think anybody shared anything like super negative. Um, I, as Cameron said that she's more playful than I realized, I guess, after their painting excursion. <sighs> Does Boy. say she's very attractive also. So at least there's that. <laughs> and Orion says Lauren is everything he wanted in a partner. Which is good to hear after <sighs> their dust up. Ah. <sighs> Man. So that was pretty much it from the girls and guys hanging out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't really have anything earth-shattering myself. Next, we saw Becca and Austin. This now, was a little weird. Th this, Yes, this is probably the, the thing I most wanted your perspective on. There, Becca and Austin's hammock time. Yeah, so when he was with the guys, he just, like, they asked him about his relationship with Becca, and he was just like, yeah, we're, we're doing all right kind of thing, like, totally, like, undercutting how great things have been for them. So when he tells Becca about that, he tells her he downplayed it. He didn't want the other guys to feel bad that they were doing better I mean, than everyone else. To be fair, Cameron has specifically said that he was jealous of them. If you remember. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I don't think he should have done that. There's nothing wrong with saying, yeah, things have been great. You don't have to like rub it in their face and be like, wow, you guys are failing or anything. But right, I, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I, I was just pointing out that like there is definite evidence that that there is so, some a measure of of jealousy. I don't think that that should have necessarily changed how he how he put things so i guess the question i have for you because i don't have austin here to ask him myself but do you think that that downplaying of their relationship really like was he being honest with himself and becca that he is downplaying his relationship because you know he just doesn't want the other guys to feel bad or do you think that there's maybe a little bit more to it? Maybe he's still, like, afraid that it's, like, too good to be true, and so he doesn't want to say all this stuff and have it come crashing down. Oh, that's interesting. Just kind of doesn't want to jinx it or anything. I mean, I guess that's possible. Like, he's kind of hedging his bets a little bit. I don't know. They do seem pretty comfortable with each other, though. So, yeah, Be Becca just Becca was was not too pleased. It seemed like. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agreed with her. She, I liked how she said it, by extinguishing your own candle, you don't light someone else's. So, like him saying their relationship isn't as good as it is isn't going to make the other guy's relationship better. So I thought that was smart. That that may have been the most cross we've seen, Becca. <laughs> this entire the first season thing so that's far. made her unhappy. Mm -hmm. Yes, she has been 
just a walking smile factory the rest of the time. But yes, this was not she's not too happy with with this and I, I mean i can i can understand that yeah i was i don't know i was just wondering if there's maybe a little bit more to it than i mean there could people, be i hope not jealous but he is he is a dude from colorado who's lived a, a very casual life <laughs> in terms of you know not having a wife until this point, just his disapproving mother of all of his relationships. Uh, but yeah, we don't have Claire, to and, Claire and Cameron also debrief in a hot tub. Cameron says they gossiped like hens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, he's a. I won't do that. <laughs> apologies. 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 So. Yeah, he, he do, do you do you agree with his his claim here that he was vulnerable with the guys? Uh, I mean, somewhat. I, I wrote down a couple things he said. <laughs> I don't know. Seemed a little skeptical. It's hard to know when we only see a short. Yeah, segment. goodness, goodness gracious. We, I mean, we have no idea that. That was probably hours. Yeah. He says he feels behind in communication, though, I guess, compared to where Claire is. Mm -hmm. Which he does compliment her for. Mm -hmm. Wow. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> Way to go. You verbalized something. Positively. Wow. So, as a result of... The advice Claire received from the women, she tells him that she feels bad for not acknowledging that he was, like, I guess, making advances towards her. So, you know, th these are good vibes yeah. from them <laughs> compared to what we've seen. It's still, it's still, it's it's still painful. It's baby, baby <laughs> steps. Baby steps, okay? Well, you got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest with you, though, I feel like this is this is more of a natural, or at least just uh, just more room to actually succeed than other cases. Like, just thinking back to uh, Justin, Alexis. You remember their honeymoon? Just oh, yes. the the sheer amount of like forced sexuality. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> like, like it was all just very, very, very over the top, and they they spiraled out. They burnt out. They were destroyed. I think I remember them saying "I love you" to each other on the honeymoon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, oh, so well. this is maybe a little bit more painful to watch in some ways, but uh, maybe a little bit more future growth possible. We'll see. <laughs> we saw a short little scene with Lauren and Ryan. She got him his favorite ice cream flavor. 
Which he told her four days before. Mm -hmm. So they seem to be for the moment. What a great wife. Moving in a positive direction. Yeah, they're they're mending. Mm -hmm. They're having they're having the important conversations. They're not giving up. You know, they're still they're still moving. So it's time for a group hang on a boat. On the way there in the bus, Becca attempts to fix Emily's hair. And at this point, I didn't realize how bad the situation was because she kind of just like ran her fingers through it and made it look better than it had looked. It did, it did look a lot better. But we, I did not realize what was lurking underneath. <laughs> <laughs> so for the time being, it's a, it's a good fix. So unfortunately... It was raining and the boat ride got canceled. But just this, this was so funny to me. The Claire, Cameron and Claire thing again. Oh, well, yes, because <laughs> because they're like, they have a little bit of downtime because the boat ride has been canceled and they're, they're like waiting on, on things to like find out if they can go and all this. And so they're all like they're taking a, a mini nap in the van. And they're all, they're all sitting there just, ah. Uh, relaxing and as all this is happening cameron picks him his butt up and moves across the aisle (laughs) from claire he needed more room for his legs oh it's just (laughs) i mean he's a tall guy obviously yes but it's just like everyone is like sort of cuddling with their spouse taking a little nap and he's just like bye-bye i'm out of here when as she mentioned after the fact like he could have just put his legs diagonally yeah and leaned up against her <laughs> so funny to me there's another example of like it's like the plane thing just yeah, he just i don't think it's just there's so much stuff in that realm that's like not on his radar at all so he's not like he's not being malicious, in my opinion. It's just so far all out, like out of his mind that yeah, he's not thinking about her, right? Hopefully that changes. So instead of boating, they have lunch indoors, Ugh, and Becca pain. slash the producers have a list of questions. Uh, the painful, painful questions. So she asked about pet peeve. Each one kind of like ask a question to a certain person. So she asked Cameron what his pet peeve is. He says stores have to have self-checkout. Otherwise he will walk out. <laughs> it's very specific. It just doesn't want to deal with people in there, I guess. I guess not. Um, mm-hmm. Any other questions that stood out? Um, I guess the the main thing was cameron's response i forget what the question was right maybe like hardest part of himself to accept oh yeah yeah yeah. um yeah i was a little confused by that i guess just he's changed a lot as a person throughout his life and so i guess he was saying like look looking back over his life and and the memories he has from the past it like feels like it's a different person yeah like he's watching a movie which i'd never heard anyone describe it like that 
There was also a situation where they like brought him like Cameron from the future back <laughs> back for for an interview there as well cuz this was like Yeah. This was like Cameron from the future where you know, we're at war with the machines. You know, he was bearded and haggard. <laughs> Tired. <laughs> no, I'm I'm kidding. He had kidding. some scruff, yeah. <laughs> I'm I am kidding mostly there, but yeah, I mean that that would be that would be tough to experience for yeah, sure. Yeah, that was an interesting bit of introspection. It's like, huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah, I gotta love the producers deca question well they were scrambling because they were supposed to be on a boat <laughs> so this is what they came up with uh-huh yeah so i guess we need to talk about the most traumatic moment of the episode for you yes emily the and hair. her hair so they bring in this hairstylist which on after party um, Emily said the hairstylist didn't even bring scissors with him. She had to give him her eyebrow scissors to do this job. So it's not even using the correct tools. I think she said he also didn't speak English. So maybe there was some like miscommunication oh, with no. like what needed to be happening. But it looked like she lost half her hair. Yeah, she lost. It was a lot. Because she had... I didn't realize this till now, but she had extensions in, which looked, it looked like they were sewn in. So you need like the right tools to remove that properly. And it was all matted with her real hair. So it was just a disaster. I felt so bad for her. Okay. At least she didn't have to like shave her head. No, just missing a nice chunk in the back. <laughs> her hair was shorter. Yeah. <laughs> thinner <laughs> yeah that was that was unfortunate it was it was so bad like i didn't understand they didn't have any like detangler or some conditioner like doing that dry just seemed like it was never gonna work yeah you'd also think that since it is ultimately a television production and i know like oh we're all natural people and cancun but you you'd think that they would have access to someone you know who is a professional at this and has the necessary tools and products and such it's very strange like i mean for for all she and we know they could have just like caught in some random guy from housekeeping and be like you That's what it seemed like. <laughs> like it, it, like I, maybe he was. Maybe he was there to like restock something, and they just assumed that he was the hair person. They were like, "Why are you? Why don't you have your own scissors?" Like, it I'll just seems like what fix the hair. A okay. real hairstylist <laughs> would have had tools and known what to do, I rather mean, than just cut it out and cut her actual hair off. Well. Hopefully she has recovered since then. That was just that was so unfortunate. <laughs> that flyboarding really did a number to her hair. Oh, man. 
man. So we do see, um, I guess they do end up uh-huh. going on yeah. the actual boat. Yeah, they, they get to try again. Yeah. I think the thing that stood out the most to me was the Brennan and Emily convo where he says she is close to getting into his inner circle. You know, it's kind of a lot of pressure to be talking about that sort of thing, considering they just got married. Like, I imagine it takes more than three days to completely earn someone's trust. Uh, It's been more than three days, okay? It's been like four, (laughs) first of all. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I I agree with that. I, I do think, though... You're in a you're in a situation here where things are accelerated. Yep. And so, despite his his introverted nature and all of that, you know, she's she's beginning to grow on him, which is I mean, it's it's great. Yeah. It is, it is always funny to me how when we have the group things like this, they do still, they're like, okay, Lauren Orion, Becca Austin, you go on this side of the boat, okay? <laughs> uh, the rest of you guys, you stay over here, okay? That's okay, yeah, we're good, we're good, yeah. Don't don't cross, don't cross the boat, okay? Everyone has their own section. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because how else will we get all the necessary footage? Did you did you like the the conversation that our two couples had? Yeah, I mean those are our two strongest. Everything is, you know, going great. Lauren is not worried about anything that would be leading to divorce. Mm, the D word. Didn't want to say. Oh, it. that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> also, Claire and Cameron. I guess had a nice-ish conversation. He's like wanting to be more affectionate now and acknowledges things have been hardest on Claire. I'd probably agree with that. Although he does say he's more willing to be in an uncomfortable situation than Claire is. I feel Uh, like that's kind of true. I don't know. It didn't really help that he was like, it doesn't help that you're... Easy on the eyes. You messed up the, the <laughs> saying. <sighs> but apparently they are making massive steps forward. Mm, I, I mean, do you agree? I wouldn't say massive. I would say <laughs> small to medium. <laughs> small to medium? <laughs> yes. Wow. So finally, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, that is so funny to me. Small to medium. Ah, oh, boy. Okay. Well, sorry. Finally, is Lauren and Ryan's dinner? They can't. They can't end the episode without having another event. No, things were going so well. So yeah. I mean, just, did we need to witness this, the sex conversation? Because of where it led, yes, because 
I didn't really see that coming, but they were talking about well, foreplay yeah, I mean, and yeah, they were all very sex you know, toys, very open, open about it until we got to when they've had sex last, which is where everything fell apart. Yes, it's been a year and a half for Orion, and he wasn't expecting his wife to have abstained for this same randomly determined amount of time. <laughs> so, but that is not the case. Lauren had to sex two months ago. Oh no. Lauren, Orion is immediately uncomfortable. Apparently this was right before like she gets told we found you a match kind of thing. Mm -hmm. oh, well, a woman has needs, okay. Well, Orion said he didn't want to hand himself out. He knows what he's worth. And so this revelation has now taken sex off of the table for him. <sighs> so on, Sorry. On, on After Party, he was asked what would have been an appropriate amount of time for Lauren to have abstained beforehand and he did not have an answer and emily reveals she also had sex around that same time <gasps> no and wow, she pulled a she pulled a clint and heiress <laughs> and orion's sister i guess like told him that he slut shamed his wife and it has been a humbling learning experience <laughs> so first of all didn't didn't Eris have sex two weeks before the wedding? Yeah, it was much sooner. So there's one thing. Um, the other thing is it's just a, another one of those things where I I do concern like I I do feel a bit of concern that there are some just viewpoints that Orion have has that aren't the most productive necessarily when it comes to to women you know like the whole i don't want to be bossed around thing <laughs> it's like there's there are certain things that there are maybe uh, some double standards at play here yeah i also don't like these people from what i can tell are not like well, we were saving ourselves till marriage kind of people. So what difference does it make whether it was two months or a year or six months or a year and a half? Like, who cares, really? I, I, I don't, I don't know. Because up until they tell you we found you a match, you're just, I don't know what the numbers are, who was like in their final round of candidates, but you might not even make the show. So I guess people are kind of just dating up until then, which is like fine. So I don't really get why that was like an immediate turnoff for him. I know. I, I, I feel like at some level as a society, we don't like to remember that women have sex yeah <laughs> and, and so i feel like that maybe plays into it to a degree again 
with the whole him not even being able to name a time frame, I feel fairly confident in that. It's more like, <gasps> you like having sex? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, I feel like is a little counterproductive. I mean, I, I have way more of an issue with Eris having sex two weeks before. Yeah, that I think both he and Clint or or uh, the guy Dominique was married to. Oh, Mac. Yeah, one of two out of the three of them did it like right before. Yeah, which whatever, do do what you want, but that feels more awkward to me. Yeah, because like at that point, you re- you know, like you know, it's happening. Yeah, yeah, much sooner. You know. I don't know. It's just it's kind of a weird a weird situation to be in, and the double standard is a a little weird as well. Like, what's what's the deal there? So that is where we end. Wow. Well, that's where we end, and then of course get visions of. A world-ending apocalypse from the previews. I don't remember what was in the previews this <laughs> As time. As want to do. Um, I mean, you know, things like just the two of them exploding again this time, maybe for good, and having to be counseled away from each other, and I mean, just a lot of a lot of apocalyptic footage is not looking good what a shame i mean they keep coming back they keep coming back so i mean how many apocalypses can you survive that's what i was thinking how many times eventually it'll catch up to you i mean i i guess so how many times can the apocalypse visit before you are simply bffs like clan gina but no more. Do you have the answer to that? No, you don't. Do you? No. <laughs> I think it. I think we've it already does had vary. two of them. Yeah, and I don't know if if what we saw is going to be a continuation of this dinner conversation and the fallout from that, or a whole nother thing. But that's kind of what I was talking about, where where they're both they both have very strong boundaries around what they believe and how they operate and stuff and so causes some sparks fireworks even so i guess uh, everyone should keep on tuning in for more fireworks <laughs>